Hello and welcome to the Rebel Health Academy podcast. <laughs> um, first off, I'd just like to um, acknowledge the first people and the traditional owners of the land where we live and work, and we recognise their continuing connection to land, water and the community. We pay our respects to the elders, past, present and emerging. And, uh, oh, and acknowledge the important role Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people continue to play within um, Australia today. Okay, tree, Willow, who do we have here today on this? <laughs> today we have uh, the beautiful Paula Preston. Welcome to the podcast, Paula. Thank you. I think uh, if I'm correct, we first met at SwimFit. We did indeed. Yeah. Yes, you were the boy that came in that the girls were like, who is that show off? Swimming, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take his top was off and uh, he's putting a pair of Speedos or something. He did have Speedos on, yep. yeah. Yeah, you guessed and it. And I said, just, it's okay, girls, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, so no, we did meet there. So Paula's a massage therapist, a kinesiologist, a reflexologist, and an all-round wonderful woman. And um, yeah, that first time I met her at SwimFit, she was taking aqua aerobics uh, with a big grin on her face and a big glow that stretched (laughs) the entire facility and uh, I was drawn to her then with uh, just enthusiasm and inspiration to just connect and um, it's blossomed ever since yeah yeah we've done some work together we have indeed and uh, this is a very special moment so yeah thanks for being a part of it thank you thanks for having me I was definitely very pleased when I seen you walk through the door at the little local gym that we go to. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, cool <laughs> one of fitness. my people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that gym has got some. Um, it's connected us a lot it's, to a lot of people. It's got some pull. Yeah, it's yeah. it's great. The community that's get getting created there. Yeah, just and, naturally. Yes, and that's what I was really drawn to because I've been in Coolum for. Nine years and always I've tr- I have tried a few gyms and I never felt that connection anywhere. So yeah. um, Pete that started it did a really good job in, you know, being that guy with the face and mm. the chat in the morning. The old have and, a chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just creating that little family and yeah, it's, it it's just continuing to grow now. Mm. Yeah, it had, <coughs> yeah, it has, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's been a good place to um, hang out. It has been. Yeah. How, how do you find – have you been to other gyms around? Oh, definitely. In, yeah. Around here. And yeah. I, well, I used to um, teach aerobics years ago. So oh, yeah. I've been a bit of a gym gal. Nice. And this one is quite unique, not only in the family, but even just in the equipment and – things that it offers mm-hmm. you know and now with you guys doing running your little classes and and the other little classes are, are they still going i think they are yes yeah the boxer size and yeah i think like that. i Riley think it's nice. is doing the hit class and i think eddie's back in a couple of weeks doing the boxing yeah so that's been you know not that i've gotten into that because i'm too busy but it's a good addition i think and it pulls extra people yeah, the gym's getting busier and busier, so I know. that's a good thing, right? It is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to go back to this um, aerobics. You teached it. What, um, when? 
Um, what era? Was it like the Leotard? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Denise Austin or? Yeah, it was Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. It was like literally yeah. oh, that it. era. Yeah. So, and I, because I had been a smoker and I gave up cigarettes and all, I just changed the hand action from cigarette to mouth, yeah. food to mouth. Yep. So within a few short weeks, I was quite overweight and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do about this? <laughs> because I'd given up coffee as well because that kind of went hand in hand and so all the um, appetite suppressants were gone. Yeah, so you gave up cigarettes and coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what can I do? So I am... There wasn't much, because we lived in a little country town, so there wasn't a lot around. And there was... Whereabouts? In Leeton, New South Wales, in the Riverina. Mm -hmm. And so I started getting up. I actually, I was thinking about this the other day. I was inspired by Cliffy Young. Cliff Young? Yeah. Like, I know that name. Yeah. Who is Cliff Young? Can't you remember him? He was <clears throat> the guy that literally just shuffled between Sydney and Melbourne. He won the race and he shuffled. He literally was potato farmer. You've got to get on yeah, and Google this, him. This sounds familiar now. Yeah, but, he um, was amazing, and he wasn't young. He was, mm, you know, the was, shuffle thing and the potato yeah, farmer ringing thought, a bell. Wow, if he can run that distance doing that, I can shuffle. I mightn't be able to run, but I know I can shuffle. Yeah, and that's how I started. So I started running, and then I was running past and seeing a sign about aerobics at 7.30 at night, and I thought, well, that's great. Kids are in bed. I can go to that. Mm. And, yeah, so I started at the back of the class, worked my way up to the front of the class, and then, yeah, I'm a teacher. I was on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. And, and was I, that the start of your fitness journey? Or Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because before I just didn't eat well, starved myself. Smoked a lot, drank a lot of coffee. I had, and I had no, I didn't really have any idea about. I did, in a sense, with when the kids came along, like I was all about them eating really well, mm, yeah. but I didn't really care about myself. Yeah, a lot of mums do that, eh? Yeah. Like they've got that provide for the kids and everything, yeah. and they're the last person that they want to look after, but it needs to be the other yeah. way around, yeah. You know, I used to make all their little lunches and, and all of that stuff. and But, yeah, for me, mm -mm, I was kind of, yeah, I didn't think it applied to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is very Well, I suppose it was just that big responsibility of having kids. Were you a young mum? Yeah, I was 21 <laughs> when I had my first one. And by the time I was 26, I had three. Yep. So that was pretty, like, you're in the madness. Full on, yeah. yeah that's you're pretty in intense. the madness, yeah. And, mm. and that, like, and, you know, um, Paulie and I wanted to do it differently. You know, we were the only parents around us that kind of didn't do the smacking thing and mm. spoke to the kids and on their level and had crystals and we did family meditations. And mm -hmm. so we were really the weird ones in this little country town, which yeah. I couldn't wait to get out of. Mm. This but, was in Leeton. Yeah. 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 But you know what? I go back there now and it's it is kind of a bit sad as a lot of the little country towns are now. But there are things about it that I think, wow, I actually really like that. Mm. Things that you don't think you'll ever miss, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 What are you what's coming up for you there? Like the big wide open sky. Right. Like you look out 
you look out and you can see land, but you can see big open sky. Mm. And I never noticed that when yeah. I was there. And I didn't even really, I never appreciated it. Yeah. But I do now, I love it when mm. I, we head out that way and it's like, oh. Don't even have to just look up. You can just look out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. Mm. So it must be in the middle of nowhere. I've never been there. In the Riverina. It's, um, it's about an hour and a half from Wagga. Okay, yep. Um, Wagga Wagga, if mm. you're, you don't live locally. It's only ever Wagga if you live locally. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, if they don't know, it's like, yeah, Wagga Wagga. Oh, yeah. yeah, you don't know where it is. Um, so it's about an hour and a half from there, but yeah, the Riverina, like they grow, well, they used to grow a lot of the rice, had the big cannery there, and but now it's a lot of cotton, which is a bit of a shame because, as we know, cotton's pretty heavily sprayed. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's not um good cotton then. No. Not organic. Not organic. No. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, and that that was part of my thing living there too because it was such a um, big produce area the cancer rate actually in Leeton was huge mm. it was one of the highest in Australia right that's a little yeah yeah that's pretty crazy isn't it so you're in this big open country uh-huh. area that's meant to be all it, natural and yes. good and then <clears throat> all the horrifying the, they, in those days the they had the crop and, dusters yep, you know yeah I can remember being out because Paul's mum, they've got a farm and being out there and like grabbing the kids and getting them inside and I was furious because here we are in a country area, this is a farm and whatever and we're being doused in all this herbicide, pesticide, whatever. Like it was just Mm. and I was just like I was the strange one in that group because nobody else was even like. Everyone was ignorant to it. So, yeah, did not really have any awareness. Yeah, but that's that's to do with, I suppose they, you know, they say you could drink it, you know, the pesticides and glyphosate. Like, reps would come in to, Mm. and they still do it today. Like, they'll come in and be like, oh, no, it's safe. Like, and some actually drink it in front of you. If it's the real thing or not, I don't know. But they'll, like, you know, they... It's like everything, you know, they try and twist it to make it look like it's okay and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. But, yeah. um, and even now, like some scientists and stuff or whatever will be like, oh, it's, it doesn't do anything to you. It's, it's fine. It's, you know. But. Yeah, I guess you just got to have a look at who's running the... Um... Yep. <laughs> who's running yeah, the inquiry? Where's, where's the money coming from? <laughs> who's, uh, who's sponsoring that study and stuff like that? Yeah. Which, which is like everything... Um, Who's that? Is that Una? That's Una having a bit of a bark. Well, she's just protecting us. Maybe somebody's out there. Tell us who Una is. Oh, there's a dog there. Ah, is there? That's why she's going crook. Yeah, Una's our little puppy. We've had her for 14 years. Oh, my goodness. That's across the road's dog. That's Asta. Asta? <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll just keep going. Or do you want to put her across? No, they'll can't. They, they, they will be over in a blink. Yeah, so were you like you're a kid that was barefoot in the country life and stuff like that? Yeah, we, um, we didn't live on a farm. It wasn't, um, I had a lot of siblings. Yep. Four brothers and one sister. Wow. Yeah, we're a big family. 
Um, and where do you fit in that? I'm the second eldest. Second eldest. Yeah, eldest yeah. girl. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that was a bit of a crazy family to be born into, one I chose. <laughs> That's it. We all choose our family. Choose them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we lived there until I was about 14 and then we moved to Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. To the big smoke. To the big smoke. And how, and how was that change? Did you notice um, within yourself the difference between, I suppose, living in, in a city uh, not and, and being really, in the farm? No, not not really, because Farm we lived show. out at Castle Hill, which was still a little bit rural for yep. Sydney then. Mm. Like, it wasn't built up. We used to, I had a girlfriend and we used to go horse riding mm. between there and Castle Hill and um, Dural or Borkham Hills and Dural. So that, there was just lots of farms and so that still felt not too bad for me. But that was kind of where my schooling ended. That was um, mum left us with dad and things kind of just changed and um yeah so that was a bit of a crazy time and then I floated between Leeton and um Sydney for a couple of years I was a bit of a gypsy I'll just get on the train and go and yeah go to my nans and then come back and so give us a bit of a clue what this family life was like because you've said crazy it, a couple of times yeah, and yeah, a little it, bit different. It and... was, um, we were a good Catholic family, if anybody's been from a good Catholic family. What, what, what do you mean good Catholic? Like, well, you had I the, think Catholic lots of and kids, just... lots of kids um, appeared to be, you know, that really beautiful family. But it was, it was rough. It mm. was rough on mum. It was rough on dad too, I guess, because he had some mental health issues, mm-hmm. which, you know weren't diagnosed and no support for women in those days. You know, you were told to go back to your husbands. Yeah, so, mm. um, so did you want to speak about the mental health, like what it was or you keep uh, Well, pretty... Dad's never been ever formally diagnosed. Yep. So yep. Um, from where I sit, mm-hmm. what I know about him and what we've experienced, there's um, a little bit psychotic, I guess. So mm. kind of definitely psychotic episodes. Yep. Um, for him. Yeah, so, yeah, it would have put your mum in a bit of a... Yeah, because um, they just had a ve- He was very dependent on her emotionally and, mm. you know, he'd have his really awesome times and he was really good dad when he was great, mm. but when he was terrible, he was terrible. Yeah. And so for her, that was the same. And so she never knew what she was going to get. Yeah. And she wasn't strong either in herself and there wasn't any support and her body was, um, she was unwell a lot Mm -hmm. of the time. That's how it kind of manifested for her. That was her out, I guess, being sick. So, um, yeah. Did he care for her more when she was sick or? I think it allowed her to go to bed Mm. and to hide, you know. Yep, yep. You know, and Dad was pretty aggressive, so <clears throat> um, that was. Yeah. We were all pretty scared of him. Yeah. Yes, and so was Mum. So. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's a tough. Yeah, I mean, he was he went a, he went on later and re. Oh, I think he might have got married. <laughs> anyway, even if he didn't, he's still with the same lady that he 
yep. has been with for a very long time. They had four boys together and he was a very different dad, I think, with them. Well, that would have... How did that sit with you then? Well, I didn't care. Yep. I, like, I, for me, I, I just would get on with life. Yeah. I just pretend none of it happened and just, you know, I don't know. I didn't know in those days where it went, but it went away and I just moved on. <laughs> <laughs> did it go I away? I found out later. <laughs> it doesn't actually go away. Yeah. 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 You've got to deal with that stuff. It comes up. It really affects how you show up in the world. Yeah, that, that child, childhood uh, trauma. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. I've got quite the family. Mm. And you have, you know, you get to a point where you've got to address all the little people that get fractured off. Mm. Yeah, no, I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you became a bit of a gypsy in your family. Yeah. What were the other siblings like? Um, How did they... Well, my eldest brother just went and lived with my nan. And I guess in a sense, he was a bit of a gypsy as well. The other guys were too young um, and they, they've all turned out amazing people, you know. Um, I think the toughest one was my youngest brother. Um, he's struggled and still kind of struggles a bit. Um, my eldest brother, he's, he's just one of those... He's the uncle to everybody. He's got he's he's got his own kids as well, but he's you know he knows everything that's going on with kind of everybody. Yeah, mm. he's really good at keeping tabs. My younger sister is really good at that too. Like, she's a very organised sort of gal, <laughs> and very on with everything. Um, my other um two brothers, one's a paramedic, one's a really successful um businessman. They've got beautiful families, and but yeah, they've all had their issues I guess we don't really talk about it and we all have very different um memories of it and it's really interesting when you sit with your siblings and mm. you're remembering an event and you're going no it didn't happen like that and they're going yes it did and you're like no it didn't so you're off, like it mm. really is yeah and then what have you made up yourself anyway yeah because yeah. now we know that we kind of make stuff up mm. yeah you know or that's how emotionally we've seen it we viewed it yeah, yeah, and it's changed over the years. Or... It does. You might have embellished it a little bit at some point, you know, because that's what we do. Yeah. Don't mm. ever let the truth get in the way of a good story was, you know, one of the things we used to say. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but you, and you do embellish, but, and you believe your own stuff. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. 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 So yeah. now I even question the stuff that I was even upset about. I mean, I know some stuff was really true. Um, but there's some stuff I think, mm, was it as bad as that or, you know, mm. was it to get out? Because you start to, because I still do it and I have to pull myself up and go, hang on a second. Mm. What's this pattern? Oh, <laughs> that was just, you looked at all the bad stuff that happened, not one bit of the good stuff that happened. Mm. And you just went in on that, mm. you know, so, and, and, and if you were telling anybody, they'd be like, oh my God, that was, must have been a terrible day. It was for me in my head, and parts of it were, but was it really as bad as what it was, you know? Mm. Because, so that is a thing that I have to deal with mm. Mm. in myself. That's is that just being like more negative, just always looking at the negative things that are happening? Uh, is that what you mean, or is it? I think 
I don't know whether it's part of that victim part of you mm. that comes up yeah. because you've been such a victim and it's okay that you were a victim, but then you get to an age where you don't have to be the victim anymore. You yeah. get to the knowing. It's more about the knowing that you don't have to be. Yeah. Yeah. But you do. I do still slip back into it. Yeah, well. And I can recognise it. Yeah. Sometimes not before I've blurted, though. <laughs> and then it'll be like later I'll go, oh. <laughs> it's the adult in us that I can know. own up to it though. Yeah, and, but when that yeah. child and it is usually that child that is just running riot. Mm. It just happened to me actually just before we came. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just and, yeah, and it. then it yeah, and it comes out and then you're like, oh Oops. Yeah. Soz. That's not yeah. my best self. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But it is part of us and it's just still that reminder that yeah, that's that part that's just hasn't been as healed as what maybe you think it has been, you know? Yeah. So, mm. yeah, for sure, because... Um, but we're all human. That's the thing. You've got to be compassionate human. with yourself. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. But it is hard when you take it out on somebody else. Yeah. That's when you, like, think, oh, I've got to be nice to myself, but I'm really sorry about you too, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when, um, I'm just trying to... Did your mum, you said she was sick, Mm-hmm. Um, did she just leave or did she pass away? No, she um, had a pretty, um, yeah, she needed to go. Yeah. Yeah. She had a pretty reasonable breakdown, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. You'd say so. Um, and it took her many years to get herself, I mean, she's an amazing woman now. She's yeah. like, she put herself through college. She became a psychotherapist. Mm. She had a really successful business um, in Sydney. She's been living with you, hasn't she? Or uh, that, 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 did she? No, she doesn't live with no, us. She, live she with lives you, up at Flaxton. I just help her out now, like just taking her to different appointments mm. and stuff because she's oh, right. nearly 81 now. So. Oh, wow, yeah. Did you spend a few days with her or is she coming up? Oh, yeah, I, I, spent a few, yes, yeah. I spent a few days. She came here. She had a little procedure to be done and then she just stayed a couple of nights here. Yeah. So Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, she's around. Yep. A couple of the siblings are around. Yep. Yeah, nice. In the area. We, Paulie and I moved up here uh, 2004. We moved to Mullaney. Mm. Had 11 years up there. Yeah, it's nice up there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm. But then we were ready to kind of, it was just like, mm, we're ready. Yeah. To beach life. Go to the beach, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. And was it like a feeling? Like, did you feel that, um, that pull? And how did you listen to that? Because lots of people have sort of get that feeling, you know, but just always don't listen to the little cues that get sent our way. Mm. So, um, well, Paulie and I, some would consider a bit loose and not, you know, financially got your head screwed on because we will just do that mm. like we were in Canberra and we did a day trip to Mullaney because we'd had a wedding in Brisbane mm. and we did half a half a lap of <laughs> Mullaney and I just looked at Paul and said I could move here and he was like me too and we're like right let's do it <laughs> so we just went started looking for houses that day went and had a look at a business and that was in the July and we were living up there and running a business in the November. Mm. 
That's beautiful. I love yeah. that. I, I like that stuff. I, you know, people that go, oh, you got to plan it and be rigid in a system that the system puts us in. Mm. Like, it's a fine line. Is it's it a real, it's a balance. I find it's a balancing game, you know? You have those times where you think, if I'd have been a little bit smarter about that, you know? But then would I have been happy? Mm, probably not. Exactly. You know? So when you start using your head and not your heart. Yeah. I reckon it yeah. probably holds you back a bit. Yeah. When was the first time you reckon you trusted that intuition? Because mm. it takes a lot of, I reckon it takes a lot of muscle, intuitive muscle to make a decision of that caliber. <laughs> well, Do you, I, I think I've had the gypsy, you see, yeah. so. I think it's easier. It was I pretty think it, easy for me. Once you start thinking yeah, about when it. When was that first time? Well, like, yes. that's what I want to know because the muscle builds, right? I reckon. Well, the first time I guess was um, when I was left home at fifteen and gypsied around the, and I was scared because mm. I was on my own. I didn't have very good. Um, I was hopeless with organising anything, and so I didn't have very good organisational skills. I wasn't even very good at languaging. You know, like I, I was so petrified i was scared of everything and everybody mm. i was tough street smarts was i was tough mm. yeah mm. like um yeah you usually find that um with kids that have come from a, a, a tougher background like they will be switched on on just like a Looking at the situation and being able to go, yeah, yeah, this, uh, I'm, yeah I'm, I can, yeah, I can survive. This seems safe, or always oh, time to to yeah. get out and yeah, yeah. So you had that still running, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did put myself into some pretty scary situations, and I just, I always had, um, I feel like I always had a relationship with a higher power. Mm. Even when I went to, our, it's funny because people when they talk about the Catholic school and the Catholic church. I loved it. I loved it. I loved going to church because I always felt like I had this connection. Mm. Like I can remember when I made my first Holy Communion and I can remember touching the host on the roof of my mouth because it got stuck and then I'm thinking, oh, my God, is he going to strike that finger off my hand because I've just touched it and it's holy, you know. But I, I loved I loved it <laughs> and it was the security of it and it was like it was the same rules every day. Mm. Every day was the same, mm. you know, whereas that was a little bit different at our house where you never really knew what you were going to mm. get, you know. Yep. So, yep. Um, but I still always just, I don't know, I always felt like I had that there was something more than mm. me out there. So, I don't know. That's pretty massive. I mean, at 15 to, <clears throat> to go and be a gypsy, a lot of people are worried about changing jobs or, I don't know, maybe taking on a relationship or something like that. And maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong, but maybe yours was a bit of out of desperation. It was out of desperation. But still at some level it was like, I'm stepping right out of my comfort zone and far out, like I'm getting looked after. Well, I had been um, pretty depressed, so I had spent a lot of time Sleeping all day, watching TV all night, not having any much interaction with anybody. And so it, I kind of felt like if I didn't get out, I was going to die. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. there, there wasn't much choice. Yeah. 
really. So I just got on the train and went to my nan's and, you know, I'd already met my husband now. We'd already met at school. We went to the same school, so... I started going out with Paulie when I was 13. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was when we first went out. Not very serious, but we went out. Yeah. And I've I've spotted him across the quadrangle and I still remember it. And I can remember saying to my friend, I'm going to get him. (laughs) 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 Little did I know, like 37 years later of marriage. Yeah. yeah. And we're married at 21, so. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, and look, I th- some, I'm sure we just brought one another up. Yeah. You know, mm. because we were together so young. Mm. Yeah. So 13 and then, or on and off. On and off. Yeah. On and off. Yeah. Until. As you are, like, yeah. you're at school, you're 13. Like, yeah, mm. yeah. And mm. because then we moved. So then I'd come back to Leeton, we'd get back together. We'd break up, I'd go back to Sydney, I'd come back to Leeton, we'd mm. get back together. Like, I don't know, we were just always... Yeah, meant to be. Yeah, I think so. So I had, you know, he had some other girlfriends in between me and I had other boyfriends and yeah. stuff. But, yeah, I don't know, the light I don't know, it was always there. Mm. Mm. Nice, I like that. And we've had our, don't worry, we've had our, you know, we've all oh, to oh, grow up and yeah, all had it our... It wasn't smooth sailing all the way along. Oh, what? No, 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 sorry. It's not like that? I yeah. thought it was easy. Yeah, like, funny, you know. funny about yeah, that. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, any any marriage or relationship, there's work that goes into it. And if you go in there thinking, um, you know, it's not, then yeah. you'll get hit in it's the face tough. pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the whole, the whole point of being in a relationship. It and, is, and because you grow up. You journey together, you, and mm. you're not all, definitely not ever, very rarely you're on the same page at the same time. Mm. You know, it's that going forward, there's a little catch up, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. And you just, you've just it's got like, to recognise your own strengths, mm. what you're good at, what you're not good at. Yeah. And it's lucky that he wanted, or I don't know who was doing the growing or whatever, but if someone's growing and they don't come with you, that's when the stuff starts to get, because if you get too far ahead, like it just won't work. And you know, what I found was I used to try and drag him along Mm. and the poor bugger, if I got him in the car where he couldn't get out, no access to outside, oh my God. And I think, oh, I would just go on and on. And he, he... He never said anything. He never said just shut up or anything. He would just listen. But the best advice I can give to anybody is just be the example. (laughs) And Mm. they'll come along. Yeah. Like, stop trying to push them. Just do your journey. Yeah, it's so true. I can can see that, you know, the same with me and my, my wife is I used to try and push heaps of stuff nutrition exercise and against it and i'm like you know what i'll just do me do me yeah (laughs) and then yeah they they start coming on they see what you're doing they're like yeah well that's that's pretty good i'll I'll have a little go at that yeah i'll try that yeah you know yeah and in some ways because i can be quite passionate about things um the balance of poorly not being as passionate is probably good yeah you know Mm. probably Mm, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Well, it's the yin and yang, isn't it? It's, it? it's the light and night. Yeah. 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 And there's, you know, and I'm sure he appreciates what I bring to the table as yeah. well, you know, so... Mm. Yeah, you, you probably yeah, that pulling him along. And... Yeah, you know, I can remember um, when we lived out at Widder and I'd be like, you know, do you want me to do you a smoothie? I'll do you a smoothie. And he'd be like, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> you know? And then like several years later and I'm making smoothies, got the Thermomix, you know, and he's yeah. like, uh, do you reckon you could do me up one of them? You're like, what? Falling <laughs> <laughs> off your chair. And I'm like... Yeah, no worries. What flavour would you like? <laughs> you know, and just like I used to make broths all the time mm. and stuff and I'd be trying to get him to have a broth and then I'm like, and then it was just like, oh, can you start doing me broth? And I'm like, sure. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, I heard that off one of my um, people um, I look up to. I'm trying to think. I might have been Paul Chef. Like, live the example, like you just said before. Live yeah. the example, be the example, and people will see, the, like, how you're living your life and the benefits it has, and they will start to to yeah. come on instead of just shoving it down their throat. Yeah, and mm. who's to say we're right? Mm. Who's to say the, the shover down the throat is... Yeah. Yeah, who's to the say... The one that's the, the person that knows it all. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, because... Um, I could be really quite serious and very focused on the whole journey and I watch somebody really dear to me that does that and um, I thank the Lord that I have Paul Mm. because he is that person that pulls me back and goes, you want to have a bit of fun? You want to get some joy going? You know, do you want to go out? (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm. You know? It is, yeah. The more you have fun with it, the better it is. Yeah. And, I mean, mm. the thing is that we still have to live in this real world, mm. you know. So, um, and I think if you've got a little bit of OCD tendencies, you can get a little bit out of control in mm. your own self, mm. you know. So, for me, I need that sometimes. And because you get, if you're then, what if you're on a track and you're in your little girl? You know, it's your little girl running the show and you're not being aware of it because you're not having anybody push against that. Mm. Because I know with Paul, when stuff comes up, because it's never about when you them. Say, when you say your little girl, you're talking about your immature yeah. self. Yeah, like yeah. my 14-year-old self or my 8-year-old self or my 2-year-old self, mm-hmm. you know. It just wants to be seen or heard and will do anything anyhow to get attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah where you've just kind of... Where you aren't being present, it might be when you're tired or mm. whatever, so your adult self is just out. Mm. So that's a perfect opportunity for whatever cantankerous one wants to come through. Can, like for me, I've got, I've got three that I can just go, boom, yeah, that. And the 14-year-old, she is just a bitch. <laughs> she is that, like a, a normal 14-year-old. Yeah. Wants yeah. all their own way, wants to be a brat, whatever. Yeah. 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 And the way that society is like, you know, we're always rushing around and we're tired, we're overworking, we're eating crap food, we're not drinking enough water, we're just up on sugary drinks and caffeine and, you know, so that for a lot of people, that young girl or young boy is out a lot. A lot, Mm. a lot. And Mm. um, so it is good that you do have an adult around. Mm. You know, so to take that lead, like, and I am, for me, like, I like 
a lot of different things and I will try a lot of different things. I'm not scared to kind of give anything a go. I might pretend I'm scared sometimes, looking at Tristan at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know. (laughs) Now I know, yeah. But, um, I, you know, I like different things. I'm a bit like a bright, shiny thing. I can be really full on with one thing and then go, oh, let's try something else, Mm. you know? Because mm. a lot of us get so stuck in where we are. So even with your nutrition and and all of that, like it's great to be great all the time, but you're not going to be. No. And then when you're not, you're like, oh, like really, you know. And I mean, I there are some, I've kind of learnt that there are some real non-negotiables for me. Mm. And then there's some that I can play with. Yeah. And that's it. It's, it, and it's figuring out what they are. Yes. And and once you've got them, you're like, well, yeah, if I do that, it's going to be bad. And if it's the thing that's not so bad, it's like, yeah, sweet, enjoy it um, when, you, yeah, when you're doing it. Yeah, enjoy it and then, have, and it then just mm. move on from there and not beat yourself up for it or whatever. But, like, I can remember, like, being so... Um, not unwell, but I'd been kind of fighting something off all week and... Um, been a big week at work and whatever, and I thought, oh, I'm going to get a cherry ripe. I'm going to have a cherry ripe. And I can remember eating that cherry ripe and literally heard in my head from my body, F you, we have been fighting this thing off all week and you have just shoved that down my throat. <laughs> and I've just been like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> you know, so that for me is like, you learn, it's good if you learn from that. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just going, like, if you're sick all the time, for God's sake, mm. ask yourself the question, why? <laughs> mm, why? It is, yeah. Yeah, why am I sick all the time? What is it? Yeah. Is it what I'm eating? What is am it I emotionally? For? What am I responsible for? Instead of, like, you know, so much of it now is just let's just get a pill. Let's quick fix. Mm. And it's never a quick fix. No. So I'm all about this today because just... Um, being in that hospital yesterday, sitting in two very large rooms with a lot of people suffering cancer was just like, mm. Mm. you know what? I messaged my husband and said, I know that at times I'm a real pain in the ass because of the way that I like to eat. But today, sitting here, I don't care. Mm. I am so glad I do that. Mm. Mm. And I'm not saying that everybody that's got cancer didn't eat well. Or yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that, no. Yeah, yeah. But I think that there's a time in your life where perhaps you get sick um, and it's your time to go. Yeah. And it's like, thank God I did uh, the best job I could Yeah. at just taking care of me. Yeah, yeah. Rather mm. than going, mm. yeah. I made a lot of shit choices for a long time and I knew better mm. and I just kept doing them. Yeah. And I think that's what could probably get you in the end with your, with your thinking and stuff like that. Like if you go, yeah, I gave it my best crack at it and, you know, 80% of the time it was yeah. pretty sweet, you yeah. know, and yeah, this is my time, you know, yeah. so be it. So be it. Yeah. No regrets. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Because mm. I know that's how I got into kinesiology was that um, about 15 years ago I started to, I'd had different lots of therapy and healing and you know, and I had done lots of different courses, mm. you know, crystal healing, and I'd done all sorts of 
um, different modalities and I started to see this kinesiologist, which was really funny because when I first met him, could not stand him. Mm. Thought, you are an arrogant little whatever. And I went to him and he was the exact person I needed because he didn't take any shit. Mm. And he was really a bit harsh, which I needed that. Mm. Because if you're a bit soft with me, I would have like, I was a good, I can be a really good manipulator. <laughs> it was a skill that I learnt growing up. A survival skill, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. 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 And um, he was harsh and he put me on a six-week detox. But after months and then even prior to that, weeks of, let's just start getting your coffee a bit weaker. Let's just, you know, look at mm. this. How old and were you when you saw him? I would have been in my 40s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you've had a laugh. Yeah, Before I've had a life. I've and I was, um, I'd been dabbling with different, um, trying to be healthy, and then I'd fall off the wagon. And you know, I loved a Nuzo and Coke like nobody else. Mm. You know, and um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I didn't really understand about um, for me wheat and what effect it was having on my body and. Um, dairy and all sorts of things and then after healing myself emotionally a lot um through kinesiology and then going on that six-week detox which i lost something like eight kilos mm. that you but needed to I, lose i absolutely needed to lose yeah and was that eight Eight kilos of emotion holding story. No, it was literally from what I was eating at that point. Yes. Yeah, so was that eight kilos of That was like emotional eating and stuff like that or Yeah, just eating all the wrong things. Yeah, yeah. And then realizing, wow, those foods actually have a lot to do with my emotional well being. Mm. Because it wasn't until I went back on a couple of them that I was like by accident. And wheat was one of them. And having this really big reaction in terms of feeling super overwhelmed, anxious, mm. um, angry. And I thought, wow, this is such an old familiar feeling. And I thought I was actually really well balanced. Mm. Um, mm. And realising that, wow, that's an old familiar feeling. And I have not felt like that for a long time yeah and then realizing the impact that that food was having yeah on me as well it is crazy when that happens and people actually don't just give them the time to do a detox because they're like oh bloody detoxes and stuff like that it was, but, yeah you have to and you do have to be super gentle with yeah them. yeah because i'm the same like you know i didn't realize how much i used food as a a tool coping mm -hmm. with my emotions until i really started doing the same, you know, getting in health and fitness. And then I'm like, wow, I'm a bit stressed and I'm grabbing all this stuff. And I'm like, what? I don't even want it, but I am. And yeah, just getting yeah. that, yeah. Or mm. being too tired and mm. not having the time to, you know, prepare something decent. Yeah. I was the girl that just pulled the toaster out mm. and still am. But I just choose to put healthier things on top of it these days, yeah. you know. 
Mine was the chocolate bars when I was oh, filling, filling up the car. Every time I'm like, oh, no. And I even thought and to myself, I'm like, I don't want it. But I'm in there and they put them in the right place and they've got all the right marketing. And you go in there and but you're like paying for your pep. And then you quickly grab the bars and stick them up there. And then you get in the car and you scoff them down. Yeah, because you eat, if you eat them really fast, you yeah, know, like they don't yeah. really, well, they yeah. don't count. Yeah, I, I didn't have them. Yeah. <laughs> no, it used to be. Um, Rappers in the bin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At yeah. the server. Yeah. So no one sees them in the car. I know you're holding it. Yeah, like, you are, yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. Why, if, I can't if, hide that from myself. Yeah. <laughs> I watched you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm getting away with that. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, Paul and I used to have like chocolate every night. Mm. And mm. then we started like, we'd have, you know, buy the little Whitaker's bars. They're only like that big. Yeah. Um, so you couldn't have the whole block. And it be, would be like on a Sunday night. And like they were so important to me that mm. I went to Woolies and got them in my little shop and got home and realised I had left them at the counter. Oh, no. I drove back. I <laughs> oh, got yeah, them. You that did. was a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Mm. So it is working kind of through that. I mean, I, I bet it's acknowledging I have a sweet tooth. Yeah. Having that awareness tooth. is huge. So let's try and make something that fills that mm. so you're not depriving yourself. Yeah. But you're getting a better version of yeah. buying a chocolate that's full of, you know, yucky stuff. Yeah, that's not even chocolate. Yeah, not mm. even chocolate. Mm. So my favourite go-to is a chocolate cheese cake that I make. And I make it oh, nice. pretty much every week. Mm. And I'm happy with that. Oh, you can start making it for me too. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. Yeah. You'll be coming around Sunday yeah. night, is it? <laughs> you were looking for something yeah. to make your kids as a snack. I was, yeah, yeah, we're talking about that. It's so, it's like, it's, I can just, because I don't have to look at the recipe now, because I'm, I'm not the best cook. Paul's been the cook in the house. Yes. But I have found, I'm finding new skills you every have, day. You don't have to be the best to contribute no. some cooking, eh? No. Yeah. No, you do not. Mm. Yep. You just start to work out what you cook better. And he cooks different things really well that I don't. And I cook other things really well that he doesn't. So mm. perfect. it's a good mix. Mm. Mm. So this relationship with the kinesiologist was really um, kind of the first push, in, oh, the next push into health from yeah. maybe fitness, was it? Yep. Is that fair? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you, you went from... Leotards being a aerobics yeah. instructor. Yeah. How old were you? Uh, probably 30. Then. 30. So 10 mm. years of doing that. Was there anything else in between that, um, that? I did it for a few years and um, then we moved to Melbourne yep. to the Dandenongs. And so I kind of would do a bit of running and stuff mm. like that. There was a local gym there. Did you go, so up, I've the, kind of did you go up the thousand stairs? Yeah, did you do that? No. You didn't? Never what? did that. Oh, did my God. Go? You lived in the Dandenongs. It's what you do. No. Whereabouts in the Dandenongs? Um, up in the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> thousand steps. Just Google it. <laughs> Is that for all the Aboriginal... No, no, I think it was like the Kokoda Trail. It's like a version, like oh, a, okay. like a, I don't know if they there are so replicated many. I it. I loved the Dandenong Rangers. Yeah. It was amazing. Well, yeah, it's the Dandenong Rangers. Yeah. It was up there. Beautiful. Mm, mm. Just loved it there. Um, so, yeah, then I, I look, I fell in and out, out of health and well-being and it got too hard and then I'd get lazy and I wouldn't do it and whatever. But I have been yeah. pretty much on track for quite some 
use now. Mm -hmm. So why and did the kinesiologists mm. come into the picture? Did we yeah. talk about that? No, no. No, no, I don't, because I think that was, that's how I got into kinesiology myself, was having that experience with him, because I had had... What made you walk in the door? Like, what was that pull? What was that intuition? Oh, he, well, I had, I had or a... Um, friend or... I was part owner of a um, boutique, and we had all the... We had all beautiful books, all spiritual books and all yep. of that. And I, I think um, my partner that was in the business with me, they'd had a snake issue. And he, on the side, does snake catching. <laughs> <laughs> the kinesiologist. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's and awesome. he must have come in about that. And, um, and I think then I might have run into him, like, at the co-op up at Mullaney. Mm -hmm. And... Um, had a bit of a chat to him and then just thought, oh, stuff it. I'm just going to go and see him. Like, yeah. I didn't know any other kinesiologists in Mullaney. And I don't even know why I chose kinesiology. I had had an experience years beforehand, did not even know what it was. Mm. Came home and said to Paul, I don't even know what that was that that woman did, mm. but she knew shit about me. <laughs> I don't know how she knew. <laughs> yeah, that was like my experience. Uh, we were talking off air, like my introduction of tapping into spirituality and energies within the body and reflexology yeah. was just like, I had it and I'm like, how the hell did that work? Yeah. <laughs> like, How did they there. know that? Yeah. 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 And so there was, and I'd had um, different lots of therapy through my life. And when I went to see him and um, I, there was all this stuff came up and I was thinking, gosh, I thought I had dealt with all of that. Mm. And in the mind, I might have thought it, but my body, because your body holds all your memories of everything. Uh, and stuff that you don't even know that you're running, mm, mm. all the patterns and programs and stuff. And so I just literally would, I just booked into him every fortnight for months mm. and just by the end of it with him, I just felt like, well, I had lost a lot of weight too, but literally felt like I'd walked out with half, half the person that I'd walked in there with, like mm. the baggage, I was so much lighter and... Physically, but emotionally, and it was great. And then, yeah, a couple of years later, we moved down here, and I don't know, I just started Googling, and it's like, there you go. So, nice. The journey began with the kinesiology, and then after that, um, I did reflex, and because mm. reflexology is amazing too. Mm. The feet just tell a story. It's a beautiful mm. thing. I never thought I would ever say that about feet. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You'd have told me like 20 years ago, yeah, you're going to do people's feet. You're going to love it. I'd be like, no, wrong person. Mm. But yeah, I love it. Yeah. It is good. I've dabbled in a little bit of reflexology given mm. it. I need to uh, just practice it on friends and stuff. And yeah. It, yeah, it's a, it's a good way of connecting with... Just what's going on, isn't it? It's like... Oh, it's, um, you know, particularly if you're not really wanting to do a whole heap of work, but mm. when you can feel that pressure in those points and people say, oh, what is that? Mm. And you say, oh, that's your liver. Mm. Oh, 
Okay, and the first thing they say is, I know it, yeah, well, I do have, I don't have, don't drink that much. I only <laughs> have a couple of glasses of wine. I say, hey, it's not just about a wine. Mm. That is like, it's got such a big job. And that's also where we hold a lot of our anger. Yeah. Would you have any of that you'd be holding there? Inevitably, people go, uh-huh. oh, yes, maybe, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, that's, I recently just gave my 10-year-old grandson some reflexology and he was, I was blown away by how interested he was. Mm. Oh, why did that hurt, Matt? Why did that hurt? And, you know, and I was saying, oh, you know, sometimes do you get a little bit, you know, a bit angry maybe? Yeah, yeah. Well, that could have something to do with it because that's kind of where you're holding it. You know mm. how to express it. You know, it was a really nice conversation with him, but he was very, and that was a 10-year-old. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she, very yeah. open to it. Yeah, taught in schools. Mm. <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Lots <laughs> of things. Yeah. There are so many even little kinesiology things that you can do. You could do with kids before you got them into a classroom to switch their brains on. Mm. Yeah. That would make the teacher's job a whole lot easier. Yeah. What would you do? Well, there's a whole lot of techniques called cross crawl, mm-hmm. which are amazing, and it's just pressing into some points, or it's touching their the opposite hand to knee. You know, get them to do that before they go into class. Mm. You know, as simple as that. And as what does, simple does as that... that starts to switch both sides of the brain on? Yeah, starts to wake them up. There's some other little points on your chest, and you put your hand on your belly button, and you rub into there, like you. You'll feel the little dents in there, mm. you feel, on your cell. Yep. And some days they will feel really sore. Where are we pressing? About you an inch and a half below our ribs, below our collarbone. Mm. So you feel the yeah. little divots in there? Yeah, yeah, I can feel them. Where can the listeners feel them? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it's like a... Yeah, just above the first, second, between two fingers the second. Down, two fingers down from your collarbone? Sort of. No. A bit lower than that. A bit for lower. Me. Is it a bit in lower? Here. Oh. You'll feel little divots. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll the... touch this in the photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But you because... could probably what's it what's it called? Cross crawl. That's ha- that, that spot there. Well that That'll come not... up. So so people could Google it and find well, it they, on there they, or is it Google cross crawl and see what comes up for you. But even to do that with kids mm. but as yourself as an adult, even if you do Yeah, I can feel it know, I can feel it now like that. Yeah, because like, some like, days it will be super sore yeah. mm. and it's like you're just really switching your brain on because it's just you might be just a bit fatigued at that time of the day. <laughs> yeah. You know how sometimes even you'll be going to back out or whatever and yeah. you go, oh my God, what was I thinking? How do I manage? How do I get here? Mm. And you, you're just not on. Yeah. Do that. Mm. That will get, get you on. Mm. A few little techniques. That's it. Yeah. And it's good. it would be great to teach the mums that. Mm. You know? Mm. Yeah, it would. And, and the dads. And, that, and the dads. Mm. Um, but that's why crawling for babies is so important. That, and for adults, cross-crawl. yeah, mm. I know. Yes, mm. I heard um, some stuff being talked about. Um, some doctors now are coming out. Um, I was on um, talking about like, like why do babies need to crawl? Like they should just get up and start walking straight away. 
you know, like what's the importance of Yeah, crawling? what's the importance? Yeah. Yeah, it's from brain development. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so maybe that's why the cross crawl really works as they get older because it's something that they have learned about how to ignite the brain. Mm. Mm. But yeah, there's a lot. There's so many things that, you know, you don't have to be this big spiritual person or whatever. And I, I have been that and then gone the total opposite way because it was too much. Yeah. You know, I came from an era that if you didn't, and I didn't because I hated purple and orange, well, I don't now, but if you didn't wear purple and orange or something tie-dyed, mm. you weren't spiritual. Yeah. And I just couldn't do it. Mm. Just did not fit in with my <laughs> aesthetics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, and it was such a thing. And, you know, where you had to, you'd always have to drop into a conversation, oh, I'm a meditator or whatever. It was like, you know, mm. oh, and we, I look back on it now and I think, oh. Cringe. It was cringeworthy, <laughs> so cringeworthy. But it's part of the progression. Mm. And, then, is, there's, and mm. then there's often, well, it's that pendulum swing. Then mm. you swing up, well, for me, and I am Libran, swing up the other way and then I kind of settle back down into mm. somewhere hopefully a bit nicer. <laughs> yeah. You know? But like you say, everyone sort of goes through that journey, isn't mm. it? And, and you go into it deep and you and embrace it's exciting it and embody it. And you're yeah. healing mm. and you're getting in touch with all these things mm. that you... Not, and I think for me it was like there was hope. Mm, yeah. There was hope. There was more than just messed up me, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm, yeah. because you always think you're the only one that's that messed up. Yeah. Mm. And you mentioned this earlier, didn't you? This is one of the messages that you wanted to get yeah, across. Yeah, yeah. That we're never as broken as what we think we are. Mm. And it really... And I, I like I hear it all the time, and I even have to remind myself of it about just getting still, just getting still, and just let come up what comes up. But I think um, with that though, people get very scared, don't they? They need support. Yeah, and yeah. you know, stuff starts coming up, and they run away from it, or yeah, get scared. It or... does get scary. It can, it can get scary, but can also be. So you will get so much more of yourself back because it's like you keep a lid on everything. And if you keep a lid on everything, you're keeping so much tucked away, not just the bad parts that you think, but there's a whole lot of good stuff there too. But it's yeah. just like an era almost mm. sometimes that you get a lid on. Mm. You open that lid up, you look at it, you deal with it, you let the light in and... You, the energy level you will get will be amazing. Mm. Mm. I can remember when my when the kids were little and I started doing the work and like I would have to have a sleep in the afternoon with them because I just couldn't function. Yeah. And I did a little bit of inner child work and then I didn't have to have a sleep in the afternoon anymore. Yeah. Because I had more of me. Mm. To deal with whatever mm. and it takes energy to keep a lid on oh yeah it does yeah it's that resistance isn't it yeah 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 fighting it all the time yeah and what you resist persists mm. yeah and 
I suppose, like if you do have little kids and you and you love them to bits and stuff, and you doing the work on yourself is just going to benefit yeah. your kids because generational part, yeah. passed down yep. through the generations. Like, you know, if you want to break that cycle cycle for your kids, then, you know, you, you yep. step up and, and, and start yep. doing the work, yeah. And, you know, you'll muck up and, yep. you know, you'll give your stuff to kids, mm. some of the stuff that you wished you hadn't, but... You started a process and then they'll do their work and, you know, it just continues on. But if you can stop it from where you are and start a new trend, Mm. so powerful. Yeah. You know, like I watch my kids with their kids and Mm. I just, I'm proud to Mm. say we start Pauline and I started that. We might not have been perfect at it. Mm. But we started that new trend. Mm, yeah. Where Amazing. they're not yelling and they're not smacking and they're not, you know, mm. that they're giving them a voice and mm. treating them like people. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Because your kids are your little teachers. <sighs> like... So much so. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's what my mum and dad they always say. And mum said to me the other day, um, your dad and I would always have a laugh at dinner because we taught the kids to grow up and have an opinion. And yes. then once, once, they, once they had an opinion, we didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but we needed to support it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, it's changing now where people are like, oh, it didn't, like, you know, you got to empower your kids and, yeah. you know. Yep. And it's not about not... People think that it's about letting them get away with everything. It's yeah, no, not. No. There's still consequences for actions and there's still you teaching them about respect because you're respecting them, mm. you know. Like yeah. That's the best way to teach it. Yeah. You know, we, we the, the kids had to... Don't respect me because I stand over you and yell and, at you. And, and, yeah. and I scare de- you. I declare that I'm yeah. powerful. Mm. Respect yeah. me because I'm on your level. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a person. I'm showing you the same. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and those consequences is like the big thing as well. And, you you know, you don't have to, yeah, yell and shout and do all that. It's like, okay, well, you've done that. You know what the consequence is now. Now that has to happen. We've got to put that into play. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then and follow through with that. Whereas the... That was what I found was consistency. Yeah. Our yeah. kids were, they used to have to go to their room. And I would put the timer on. And until they were quiet, the timer didn't go on. So that Mm. was part of it. Then I would go in and we would talk about it. Mm. And I had one of the kids. She was our rebel. Beautiful rebel. Um... We like the rebels she would here like at the say, rebel can you, we do like the rebel. <laughs> yeah. can you just smack me? Yeah, just like, get it over and get done. Get over and done. <laughs> I don't want to have to talk to you about this. Never be, there was always something. There was something that happened at school. or So you don't get to the bottom of it otherwise. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know? like, like, yeah, at school. Because they like mm. us. They cover stuff up. They don't even know what it is. Mm. And it's not until they get that opportunity to talk about it that they realise that that was a problem and that's why they were acting out. Mm. Yeah, an adult actually shows interest and actually cares yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Rather than just, yeah, yeah, you're a kid and just... You know, get yeah. over it. Yeah. Harden up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Move on. Mm. You're all right. Now, in my day, my day we had to walk, you know. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
we had to piggyback the horse and <laughs> yeah that's right yeah had no shoes but i don't wear shoes anyway so yeah that's right now yeah. it's come back to like yeah, yeah no well, that was a good thing <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah shoes are no good yeah yeah mm. um and that rebel that you said do they have does she have kids mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and how do you see that like play out now is it like she, um, her eldest daughter is... If you a, want to talk about it. Yeah, really intelligent, um, beautiful girl. And she has very strong conversations with her mum. And it's really interesting to watch because they are, have got totally opposing points of view at the moment. Mm. So it's just been That's really... Fun. Yeah, it's... And they're both intelligent women, you know. Yeah. And then her youngest son who's just a new teenager mm. yep <laughs> fun he's fun he's he's a beautiful boy but yeah and mm. it's so it is good watching how they um deal with her yeah yeah and my youngest daughter who's just had her fifth baby watching their little family is amazing mm. You know, and then I've got my eldest son and they've just got one little fella and just watching him, how he plays with him and that, it's, re- it's really nice to watch. Mm. Mm. You know? Mm. There are some things you want to just turn away from, but we've all got our journeys. That's it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. So you've gone and seen this keen, keen kinesiologist. Yeah. And then... Um, when was it that you started your journey with working with people? Well, I think I actually have, I started, my, when I started teaching aerobics, for me, it was never about the front of the class. It was the always, yeah, or the leotard <laughs> days, yeah. It was always about teaching to the mums at the back of the class. Yeah. I always had a thing about the mums just feeling supported, feeling worthwhile, you know, having time for yourself. That's really interesting because you worked your way up to the front of the class. So I could teach. So that you could teach. And yeah, so right. I could teach to those girls back yeah. there and say, hey, that's where exactly where I started. Right at the back there. Couldn't uh, get any further back. So you were the example at that Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in, yeah, did you see them start creeping forward when you were Some like, of them, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. there's always those amazing girls that are at the front that are fit and beautiful and really nice people. Yeah. And I love those girls too. But I did really concentrate on the low-impact mums and, you know, because we were all the high-impact girls. You had the box in those days and, you know, and did all sorts. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I think I've always – that's always been my want – yeah. So that was, I started it then, but I think probably in the last um, 10 years, I've really zoned in. Because even when I teach aqua, like I love inspiring those old girls. I love it. I love being bright and happy and talking to them about their muscles and their body and because they kind of forget about it or they've never been spoken to about what you're addressing or what you're going to, you know. Mm. Do you teach it down at Coolum? Sometimes I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've seen uh, that. Must be you then. Driving past and seeing the old aqua 
aerobics going yeah, on there? And I teach, yeah, I just do a lot of feelings. Another stuff, lady yeah. does it as well. Yeah, there's or loads, there's loads of teachers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But when you see Paula, the energy's popping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the arms I, are going everywhere, yeah. the smile's massive. I talk all the way through, like, yeah. I literally, yeah. I do not shut up. Uh, you might have picked that up a bit. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, well, Tristan knows because he has to tell me sometimes to actually be quiet. Mm. Oh, in our training sessions? Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes it's okay just to yeah. talk for the whole hour yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But when it was my diversion. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, polish. Are we talking about exercise. family or are we talking about the issue <laughs> or retraining? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, um,. I, I don't know. I, I think I was born to be a teacher in a sense, but it has to be in a fun way. Not a teacher as in school. Yeah. You never know. would never have survived there. Mm. Me or the kids probably. But, yeah. But, yeah, I think I've always wanted to show people that it can get better. Yeah. Mm. And that it's never too late. Ever. Mm. Yeah, it's not, is it? No. Like, yeah. It's never too late to just get a little bit better than it currently is. And then when yeah. it's a little bit better, you can maybe do a little bit better again. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's not about, you know, being, you know, having this. I think we really got caught up in that having a goal and pushing for the goal. And, you know, I think that is, or that puts a lot of pressure on people, mm. you know, like just go gentle. Even just, just in a simple way, like there's guys at the gym that want to look a certain way before they'll take their shirt off, then they'll feel confident to take their shirt off and wear it at the beach. Yeah. And like, can you not just feel confident now that you're alive and healthy, just love yourself as you are, work towards your goal, mm. take your shirt off, enjoy yeah. being under the sun. That's a big thing. It's a big people, thing, yeah. Because there's, there's more. There's all the layers yeah. of pain. And... and there's so much pressure on, you know, like with your, the Instagram now and Facebook. I mean, oh God, I just am so thankful that I'm not bringing children up now. Like, mm. it's tough. You, mm. Because we all know we are never going to put up a bad shot of ourselves. Yeah, I mean, we do scroll through and pick sometimes the best we one. do put our worst ones up just to show a point. Yeah, but like, yeah, but you notice as yourself as a, yeah, in general just doing you that. Do. Yeah. You and know. then there's all the apps that are, you know, give you a clear face, give yeah. you abs, yeah. thin you out, brush this, brush that. Like, it's crazy, and you can see it. If you're looking for it, but you can yeah. like, you know, yeah. no blemishes on the skin yeah. and you're just like, yeah. 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 Well, I did it even with my training, like forever. I was putting up my best training videos and then I'd noticed that the only time I ever posted was the best of training. So I wouldn't show any of the misses, only yeah. the good ones. Mm, mm. Yeah. And I think now people are realizing that that's pretty boring and we're starting to see all the makes, uh, the misses and the screw-ups and the fall-overs. And, and they're the funny parts. Yeah, people yeah. are getting like entertained the by that. The yeah. Yeah. People are like, oh. Yeah, he yeah, falls over This is what too. this is here yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not to show just... off, it's to have fun. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, and that's what I think I like about the gym down here, you know? Mm. There's quite it's the a bit mix. more real. It's very real. There's quite <laughs> it is the real. Of, there's quite the mix of people there and it's very real and... Um, yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, there's real conversations. Real conversations. And people are doing their own thing. They're enjoying it. Yeah. If you're busy and you get in and you want to just get it done and leave, sweet. If you want to have a chat. It's generally, you can find somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always. Always, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's the one place like I've never gone to a gym where sometimes I will go and just stretch and that's okay. Mm. You know, that mm. you didn't feel like, oh, I had to go and smash a workout out or just go and some days you're going to stretch. And then some days, those days where you think, I'm only stretching today, that you end up doing a really great workout. Mm. And you're like, wow, that was a great wow, workout. I came in a stretch and I yeah, did I really this and I did that. Yeah, I really smashed that out. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's my summer workouts, I think. I've decided I'm not. An hour and a half girl in the winter. No. Well, that's like our program, training with the seasons. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Because it really, and honouring that, I wouldn't have honoured that myself. So I'm so thankful that you boys are onto that. Mm. And introdu- you'll be introducing it to people. Yeah, like, a lot of trainers don't think of that. You know, they'll be like, this... oh, your abs are made in the winter, so yeah, you know. Yeah, who can be bothered? Mm. Um, but it is the time to hibernate in the winter. Mm. So yeah. it is you are pushing yourself to get out and get in nature and when it's cold. Mm. And, you know, aqua aerobics was one of the best things for me in terms of that because it really made me be out in the elements. Mm. When mm. it was raining and windy and torrential and because those girls will still get in the pool and you have to be on deck to teach them. Mm. I find it really hard to stay undercover mm. because I'm too, like, hands everywhere and chatting and chasing them up and down the pool. <laughs> but it toughened me up mm. because I was such a wuss about just being inside when it was cold or whatever, you know? Mm. Mm. So but when you have a purpose bigger than yourself and you yeah, want you to got, take care of people. Yeah, you cannot get out of it. It's like, yeah. it doesn't matter that it's raining poorly. You have to go and teach that class. So it... See that pushing yourself and just being in that uncomfortable position probably is what gets me to the gym, nor I probably just would want to be at home. I'd do it at home, mm. but getting outside. <laughs> but it is like it is seasonal. Mm. Mm. It is, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's okay if you put a little bit of weight on during the winter. It keeps you a bit warm. It's kind of it's a how it works. Thing. Look at the animals, like it's... look at, you know, the bears and stuff. They'll be yeah. you know. Yeah, but if you're eating well, you're probably really not going to put on a whole lot of weight. No, no, no. You know, it's only going to maybe, what, maybe a kilo or two? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah depending yeah. on the build and the frame. Yeah. 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 It's going to be yeah. And that's out. okay. Because yeah. come summertime, you're going to be out running around, yep. going crazy. Sweating it out. Especially up here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tell me... What is kinesiology? Obviously, I've had sessions with you and, and yeah. I love it and I still come to you and I've had that beautiful reflexology. But before I had a session, I didn't really know what it was. I still talk to people and say, hey, you got to go see Paula. And they're like, why? Yes, you do. And um, yeah. it is. Um, it's a bit woo-woo. It, it is a bit woo-woo, but it's definitely not woo-woo. It's not. No, because it's really direct. Because it literally, what happens is through the gentle muscle testing um, that we do, we're talking directly to the body. So it literally takes out all those 
misconceptions that you may or may not have, all those points of view that you think that you have or may not have. And it talks directly to those parts in your body that have held a memory mm. that has changed the way that you show up in the world. Mm. It can deal with, like for instance... Before we go into what it yeah. can deal with, yeah. very specifically, if I can summarise and let me know how I'm going, mm -hmm. you'll test the body's reaction yes. or strength yes. based on some sort of communication with the body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you might Correct. ask a question of how is the knee doing or what might you do so in a session? So there's you, can, you can do something on me if you want. I haven't had a session with you. So, uh. there's, there's a, so literally, um, if you came to me and you said, look, I'm not sleeping well. Now you might think that, and a lot for a lot of women, they'll say, "Oh, I'm it's menopause, blah blah blah," and I'll test the body, and the body says, "No, it's not menopause." Yep. And how might you test the body? Mm. Gentle muscle testing. Ooh. So I will ask the question. I will set up within the body a yes or no response. Yep. By muscle testing. And the question might be and something the, I like, might say, um, "Is this no sleeping?" Related to menopause, and your body might say, "Yeah," and we'll go, "Okay, so have let's have a look at some of the things that we can do to help you to support you in menopause." And but it how might does be that work? When you say muscle testing, like what are you what are you doing? And literally, for me, the way that I do it, yep. I would be holding your arm. You would have your arm down beside your body, and I get you to hold just into my hand, and then I will ask a question. I will set up in my mind a yes or no response. And then it will either go weak or it'll stay strong. Mm. So then I get to know yep. what your body's saying. Yep. So if the answer was, um, yes, it is the menopause, then we'd look at maybe, you know, so maybe your eating isn't great and you need to support yourself better in menopause with this. Could be a whole host of things. Yep. <clears throat> or it but could be can... no, it's got nothing to do with mm. your menopause. It's like you are, you know. So then we will st I will start to ask, different questions mm, yeah. and we'll get some support for you and often it'll be something that you go oh my god i did i didn't realize i was still worrying about that or i didn't realize that that was still happening for me and you've or, done that with oh, me in our sessions and i've held my arm and and he's a big he's strong trying, boy he's trying to fight and you're like yeah yeah <laughs> and and like, the body doesn't hang lie. on a second no, I wasn't ready for that. Hang on a second, I yeah. haven't set my scapula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and it just you can't hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't hold it because yeah, yeah it's His just the truth. Saying, yeah, it's yeah, the energy. It's your body's talking. Mm. Literally it takes the brain out because your body or your soul tells us a lot of silly stories and within three questions or pulls or 12 oh, like other. whatever Lots of like things. we've got there generally yeah. you and i and yeah i'm in tears mm. yeah mm. it can be such a beautiful release of stuff and sometimes just a, a beautiful letting go of something that you didn't think that you were actually even holding on to yeah yeah which is really freeing and that's where you start to get your energy level back up yeah because when you're hanging on to stuff it takes energy mm. and what are we looking for every day what do we want energy, energy. 
energy. Whether it's through food, yes, drink. Yep. 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 So it's really nice to have a full day where you have energy right till dinner time, and it's have your dinner, and then it's this is a nice time to just go to bed. Like mm. we spend this life where we're giving out energy. All the time, yeah. and we, we're trying to get in energy, but we don't think of letting go of energy too often, do we? That's right. Yeah. About stuff that we're hanging on to, mm. and it, look, it's um, it can re- it can deal with so many things on a physical level, on an emotional level, on a mental level, like just on a spiritual level. Mm. One of my favourite sessions with you. I I don't know how it came to it, but. I just, I wasn't grounded at all. And I was sure yes. that I was grounded. Yes. I was like, I'm doing I'm my thank stro- yous. And, and, I'm, and really I'm, I'm walking with my, my shoes off and, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm in in the dirt and whatever. And it was like, oh, you are not grounded at all. And Paula dug me a hole, for filled up my hole for yeah, about yeah, yeah. 15 minutes. She was filling up my hole. And all of a sudden I felt completely different. Like mm. I felt, of course, I'm going to use the word grounded again, but I just felt connected to the world and myself and important again yeah it wasn't even it wasn't grounded from necessarily ungrateful but it was no but I was yeah maybe not grateful for my own life or it was a sense of importance and sometimes we we have so many you know we have Mm -hmm. the etheric body I mean we've Mm. all seen the photos with the the aura yeah and Mm. sometimes we can have a leak in that Mm. and if we we can't see it. So how do we know when you're not feeling grounded or you're giving away your power? So your solar plexus has got a big hole in it or you're having digestive issues. It can be literally that, mm. you know, like I'm, I'm going on meeting all the right things, but I'm still having these tummy issues. Well, maybe there's some other things going on for you, mm. you know. Mm. That's just one of the things that could possibly, yeah, yeah. be. But, and it's And it's... I generally have people walking out of there feeling much better than when they walked in mm. and with some hope and some resolution and a new little plan to go on with. I mean, we all get out of balance because we all get triggered by things. Mm. You know, I had an episode with my knee a few weeks ago where third of the way down Mount Coolum and he decided he didn't want to play anymore. Mm. And it was like, whoa. Mm. But I had some stuff come up. Mm. And, but the only way, and I literally, most of us don't do anything until our body's hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Something about us and pain, you know. Love it. Yeah. Love it. And um, so I went and, I, well, I went to cancel you and you said, no, well, come and see me because this is probably when you really should. Mm. Mm. And so I went to see Tristan and then I booked into my kinesiologist because, you know, I get out of balance too. And I'd had the kids around here the day before and my knee was pretty swollen. And they were like, you should be going having a scan, mum, you must have ripped something, rah, rah. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to see Tristan on Friday morning and then straight after I'm seeing my kinesiologist and they're like... Oh, you hobbled in God. with a crutch and... Yep. And I reckon by the time we finished our session, the swelling was half down. By the time I walked out of my with my kinesiologist, I had no crutch and I was... Yeah. And it was dealt with. Mm-hmm. And I feel so much better for it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I could have gone down... You know, we can go down that track. Oh, it's all about the knee. I have done that once before. Mm. 
gone and had scans that was being taped, blah, blah, blah. Went to see my homeopath. She gave me a remedy. Within three days, swelling gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you could have found something on the scan. Could have looked really bad, been causing you no pain. Yes. Had surgery. Mm -hmm. Yes. Still been the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because it was emotionally mm. held there. Mm. Yeah. So that's what Kinesi does. Kinesi really helps to look at, you know. And that's not to say that I might say to some of my clients, no, 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 you, you have manifested this physically. Mm. So we're going to help, we're going to support you emotionally with a remedy or some other form of support. But you might need to go and visit physically fix it physically as well mm. because some people like i have some clients they think that everything will get fixed mm. with kinesiology and i've had to say are oh, you actually need to go to the hospital now mm. um by what you're saying to me i think blood pressure is pretty high mm. yeah and it has been like mm. so there have been well so it's not about like saying oh it's all emotional mm. it nearly all is emotional <laughs> Yeah, but manifests. You, you, yeah. yeah, but you you manifest it in the body, mm. so often we'll have to treat that thing as well. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be a whole lot of a because, quicker journey. Yeah, because people just you just put your emotions down, 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 and mm. then yeah, it does it actually manifest into something quite yeah. serious. Yeah, and then if you leave it long enough, it can become pretty weak, and then it, it's going to need some physical training. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get the emotional energy out, and yeah. then physically retrain it as well yeah yeah so it's like the universe gives you generally a little tap mm. then a little bit harder mm. a little brick yeah a little push and, and the then truck. the brick comes and then the truck <laughs> yeah so it depends how tough we are you know like <laughs> the pain doctor yeah oh, it's pain amazing teacher. and our bodies yeah, are amazing teacher, yeah. because it's only just trying to keep us well yeah that's it it is mm. literally trying to keep us well by yeah. giving us those things mm. You know? Yeah, you ready to deal with this yet? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You are. Yeah. We know you are. You're just being a bit slack about it. Come on. Move mm. along. Mm. The thing I love Let's about you, Paula, and doing a session with you is that I come in with no need to have any plan. Like, I can come in because I'm sick or I can come in because something's going on, but I can come in with nothing. And I just... I have total trust in you and in me that and in yeah, whatever's going you. on yeah. that we're going to get some value today. And it's really fun. Yeah. And it's always yeah, a yeah. really fun and important and productive experience. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, you know, in our industry, I reckon, or in any industry, there's um, people that are going to support you in personal training or in gardening or in nutrition or in health or in kinesiology, like better than others. Mm. What are some of the characteristics that you need to have or, or the key things that you need to master to be a good kinesiologist? Yeah. Um, for me, and every kinesiologist will work really differently. Yeah. Um, I really fell into um, gut health comes up a lot for me in my sessions with a lot of clients because often your mental um, well-being is dictated by food um, but look I, I see pe I see people that come back 
and they come back constantly and you just watch them just fly and you look back and you have to remind them and say, hey, when you first came to me, remember this shit was going on. Yeah. Mm. Look at what you're doing right here. Because we forget really quickly yeah. where we came from. Yeah, we do. Yes. Yeah, really quickly. And then for some people it's too hard. But you know what? It's never lost because they've had that experience and that has been woken up in them. Yeah. Whatever came up, because I trust, because I work very intuitively and I've had to learn to really trust that in myself. Mm. Like if I get it, just say it. Just honour that person and mm. honour yourself mm. and say it. No That's what else. I'm looking for. Would you, yeah. Yeah. Would you yeah. say, yeah, like if you hear people's like... I'm a bit tired. Yeah, I'm a bit tired. Yeah, if they're saying I'm helping you and it's about them, because it's not about like as a trainer and when I'm training someone, it's not about like an emotion. Like because emotions have come up in when I'm training people, it's like it's not me doing it. It's what a great spirit. It's someone else doing it. So would you say yes? You come across a trainer or someone, a practitioner that's saying it's 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 me. No, it's probably that's a. I would say that's probably a red flag. Absolutely, Mm. absolutely, because you know what it is. We are just the vessel Mm. that Mm. that can't, and I, and that's what I'm. Yeah, Mm. I have to listen to what Mm. I get, and I have to listen to what that body's telling me, even if it just seems so left field. Mm -hmm. Like I've had some, I've gone, oh, like I know I'm going, (laughs) can't be that, can't be that, can't be that, and you say it, and they go, yeah, I'm so embarrassed about that, or that, Mm. yeah, that happened, or whatever, and. I, and I still get gobsmacked. I, st- I, I just, I still love it so much. Like even when people's bodies are choosing a remedy and you talk about what that remedy means mm. and just how accurate they are every time. Mm. Every time. You're just like, wow. Um, you know? So it's... I still get blown away by... How smart people's bodies are. Yeah, because we we've, we've been grown up to think that like being smart is what we remember or knowledge that we've yes. gathered and held onto. Yes, but it's but this, this inner body knowing. knowledge. Yes, that's held in. Yes, that inner knowing that your body's holding for you to just access. Yes, and just to and it it can get confronting for sure. Mm. I like to call it body IQ. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yep. I mean, because like, and that's in everything, isn't it? And it's allowing your mind to expand to gain more confidence and belief in yourself. And like, I'm just thinking about my hips when I first came to you, and I thought there is no, I don't even know why he's working my hips because they're stuck. They're they're but and I said they're stuck. Yeah, they're stuck. They. They've, I'm on the list for hip replacements. I, that, I can't. Mm. And I have like so much <laughs> movement in them. And what, you know, the beautiful thing about that for me is that that's knowledge now that I have. So when I'm training like the oldies in aqua, I can talk to them about that stuff and I can talk to them about their mobility mm. and notice how you feel at the beginning of the class. Notice how you feel at the end of the class. That's why you come to Aqua. If you ever question yourself mm. about why you go to Aqua, that's why you go to Aqua. Mm. You know, and about just some of those beautiful techniques that you've shown me and 
but still being loving and accepting of where we're at with that point in our life. Like I would love to just be strong, flexible, all of those things, you know, mm. and you get annoyed with yourself because you're not or whatever, but the journey is so much better. When you're gentle. just being there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like just... Allow the journey to happen, Yeah, you know, mm. because mm. I used to go to the gym and I used to, and actually one of the guys there used to call me Tabata. Okay. <laughs> because I always do Tabata. Yeah. Just smashed out burpees, you know, yep. just all the stuff that I could do strongly, mm. but never pushed myself in those areas. Well, that's what you were doing when I first met you. Yeah. Yeah. Tabata. Yeah. And that's, um, oh, what's his name? Chad. Yeah. Oh, Chad. Chad, Chad used to call me, call me Tabata. He used to introduce me to Tabata. <laughs> so anybody knew what the gym is, this is Tabata. <laughs> yeah. I always had my little... Very good. ...little timer. Yeah. yeah. My little sezzy timer. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. 20 yeah. on, 10 off. And just... It's managed a good hard workout. To, it's a great hard Not workout time, and though. sweaty mm. and all of that, but... I wasn't loosening up any of those parts of my body that no. needed to be loose. Yeah. Or I ever thought could be loose. I had just given up on them being loose, so I just went hard. Well, you hadn't quite given up because you sent your husband in for a session. I did. For a little I test run. I threw him <laughs> into the lion's cage. Threw him under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, did, I really, really wanted Paul to. I did really want him to. But it was whatever he got out of that, he, it, was, it was good. He's, I watch him and he still does some of yeah. the stretches. Yeah. You know, um... And then, yeah I, yeah, I just, you know why it was like, well, if he does it, then it's okay for me to do it. Mm. See, I still battle with that. Mm. If he does it, then it's okay for me to, to get a, to book in a session. Mm. Yeah, that was one of your big things, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, to give that to myself. And it's, it's a friggin' health program, like literally, mm. you know? Just like taking care of yourself again, yeah, like I as mean, a mum. As, as you, you still got yeah. that program. As you get older, mm. um, you stiffen up. You lose that flexibility. And you have this narrative that, oh, but that's because I'm older. Mm. That's because I'm older. No, it's because you're not using it. You forget to use it as you're older. Mm. And then there's been that all the talk, you know, through... You're old now. Like when yeah, I broke, yeah, yeah right. when I broke yeah. my wrist, what I hated the most of any comments was, "Oh yes, well you don't bounce as good as you used to." Mm. You know, you're getting old now, and I'm like, that had nothing to do with it. The problem was, is I was being a victim, mm. and I wasn't doing it loud enough. Being on crutches, I thought I'd fall over and do my wrist. Now, obviously, I didn't do that on a conscious level, but unconsciously, yes. Yeah. And I even. No, just prior to me falling and doing the wrist, really feeling like a victim. Mm, yeah. You know? Mm. That was... Mm. I'm really trying not to do that to myself again. But it's being aware of that stuff and being okay to yourself when you have fallen into that. Yeah, but it's okay to feel like a victim and experience what comes with that and then... You and know, then you get to choose. You witness it. And learn. That's right. You get to choose. Yeah. Whether you want to stay in that victim or move out of it or yeah, hurt yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is one way of getting love and attention and support. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I could do it another way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. 
and like literally we do not do that on a conscious level but when you look back if you can be aware of how that played out and take responsibility for that Mm, mm. then you just grow so much from that yeah you do that well the amount of drama that you have in your life reduces doesn't it Mm. Mm. yes yes that's the aim that's the aim. That's yeah. the aim. And it's it not about so. just, and it's not that ever life just goes along like that. It doesn't, but it's how you are when you get those challenges thrown at you. Yeah, because if you you're already heaped up mm. and then you get something else thrown on top, that's when it's like, oh my God, you mm. know? Mm. Yeah, because all we do is act on our emotions. Mm. And what meditation does is just teaches you how to see the emotion and let it drive by by like that car and not jumping on it and then holding it and being the victim or uh, whatever it is that you you like to your body or mind likes to hold on to the story you're telling yourself yeah Mm. so for me now being a kinesiologist when something happens and i've had an injury or whatever it's like if i can't nail it myself Mm. it's like i need to go and see my kinesiologist so she can help me unravel it because I don't want to keep doing that. Yeah. It's there in mm. play. <clears throat> so uh, let's find out what's really going on. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's a game. Every time I get injured, I'm like, right, sweet. Where did that come yeah. from? Yeah. <laughs> Where and and being compassionate with myself to be able to go there and mm. and ask ask the question. Whereas when I was younger, like in my 20s and that, I'd just call myself a weak piece of shit. Yeah. And look, it's happened again. Push through. Yeah, yeah. Um, and stuff like that. I did a hamstring playing footy again. Jeez, a few weeks, months back now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the first thing I did was like, I felt myself going to the old, oh, look again. And I'm like, oh, hang on, hang on, buddy. What's, what's it teaching you? And there was certain things that was um, happening and, you know, and there was things that were coming up and I was, I double booked myself and stuff like that. And by having that injury, it blocked it. Like I couldn't do the other things and it made me go uh, to uh, yeah. the thing that I needed to go to. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Um, great spirit or whatever you call it, like for shit, like allowing yep. this to happen. And, and instead of giving it all this anger, I gave it just pure love and, and happiness. And, you know, the, I recovered from it pretty quickly. The hamstring cleared up almost, yeah, within three days from my memory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. so fast. Yeah. yeah. And I went and played a game of football two or three weeks later, like, <laughs> You know, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was yeah. so angry at myself Absolutely. and just, you know, going to town on myself. So that's a trust mm. in your body as well, rather than yeah. going into fear mode and going, oh, I'm injured. I won't know the answer. I need to go and see someone else who has the great wisdom. You just checked in with yourself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Got the message. Mm. Yeah. Fun. It's, yeah, it's fun. That's why it's yeah. powerful. Like, it, you know, you are like... You are the guru of your own body. You are, you are, mm. and sometimes you can come to it yourself. And yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just need a bit of support sometimes with you're that. In your own way. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I like I've had a few injuries over the last couple of months, haven't I? And, and but I, like, I've just been saying, just cleaning out the cupboards. I'm just cleaning out the cupboards. 
Because I said to Tristan, you know, like years ago, you would walk into my house and it would look perfect. But if you opened a cupboard, <laughs> it would be like a whole other story. Yeah, you're like Monica from Friends. Yeah, <laughs> Just the yeah that's it. <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, my, anyway. But now I'm not. And so when all this stuff has been happening with my body, rather than getting down on it and whatever, mm. it's just like, just cleaning out the cupboards. I'm yeah. just, because I just yeah. can't pretend I'm just this machine that can do Tabata <laughs> in one direction. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> don't send me to, don't tell me, send me to the side or whatever. I just can go straight. No rotation. No, no twisting, rotation. No bending. No, no, none of that. Just straight. Yeah. yeah. And fast. Yeah. 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 But you if know, you so. if you look in the gym though, a lot like all the machines, um, yes, all the like the barter stuff. Yeah, it's just it's made us to go straight and yep, yeah. Get because then they don't get track. a bad name for creating injuries, do they? You know, when you're just going straight, yeah. you're not um, challenging yourself in other ways. Yeah, under direction, mm. you know, like charge I did, I did five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars for a machine that just. Has very basic function. No one can hurt themselves. That will be safe in a gym. Yeah. yeah. Let's get them yeah. to do that. Yeah. We don't need to show anyone how to use it. Members can come in. Businesses get paid. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't help people much, but it's that first step. Yeah. It is that first it is. step. It does and help. It's, and it's it. where you feel comfortable and, yeah. you know. It's so bridging the gap between doing nothing to doing a little bit of something, something. Yeah. yeah. So it has its place. It has its place. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Everything yeah. has its place. It does, yeah. And you it know? just, you get mad on, with your journey, you know, that's. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But doing the same thing over and over again is probably no good for anyone. No. In anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, eating the same way, like eating exactly, if you were to eat everything the same every single day, oh. you know. Some people do. And well, I a lot of sometimes blokes, I can reckon. get caught into. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 I do for sure. Yeah, we, I have you to know, challenge myself to it, yeah, bring variety. Yeah, so hang on a minute. Come on, let's get some more colour on the plate. You know, mm, like... Mm. Or buy a different vegetable or... Yes. Something like that. Yes. Condiment. Just put a bit of another condiment on there. Another condiment? Yeah, you're... Yeah. I, I love condiments. Condiment. I love a condiment. Mm. <laughs> I love a different fruit or veggie too, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then even a different way to cook it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, you mm. know, like mm. if you've got too much of something, it's like Mr. Google's amazing. Healthy meal for broccoli, you know? Yeah. It'll give you a whole heap of options. Yeah. That's what mm. I've been doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like I look at what I've got in the fridge and go, what can I do with this? I don't I don't, I, don't I just it throw out. it in. I just go, I'll, I'll pull uh, it. I just see, go, I'll have a bit uh, of that and a bit I of wish that and a bit I of that and I put it on the table and then... I wish I could do that, but I'm mm. not, that's not me. I'm. But I'm also, I've made some horrible shit. Yeah. Like, well. <laughs> I've cooked a good, you know, steak and vegetables and mm. sauces and stuff and gone, babe, I can't eat this. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's like me. I can't follow a recipe. I can look at one. I'll quickly go, oh, what's in it? And then. Just... So I so wish I could do that, but that's, mm. I'm a. Follow do the recipe generally works out really beautifully and then I'm good to go. Yeah. It's not my I'm not it's not my forte. Yeah, yeah. You know? Whereas Paul can walk in that door, throw a meal together, it'll be on the table in half an hour and I'm like, mm. how'd you do that? <laughs> do we have that in the cupboard? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, I wouldn't have thought to use it like that. You know, like he's just got a natural gift and with sauces and he's just 
amazing in the kitchen, whereas I'm that is not my forte. But you can do it with bodies. But yes, I can and, do it with bodies, and I can know. manage a household. Mm, you know, mm, like mm. organize a house, and we have all. And that's the thing. Like we think that we have to be amazing in every area. Mm. It's just like own what you're really good at and. Keep pushing yourself with the stuff that you're not that great at and laugh at when you've fucked it up. <laughs> you know. oh, I did you use the F-bomb before just, both of us? Yeah, she said um, pretty quiet. Pretty quietly. Did. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Was that laugh yeah. at yourself when you fuck it up? Mm, yes, it was. Yeah. We'll yeah. try and hide it from everybody. Yeah. No. I have cooked some pretty awful meals over the years, so that's why... I'm not good at cooking meat. Paul's excellent, but mm. I'm not. Have literally served up a lot of half raw. Well, meats. you don't need to be good at it. He's got you covered. Yeah. 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 So it's a good combo. We worked that out pretty early in our yeah. marriage. Yeah, nice. Yeah. He's not allowed near the laundry. <laughs> and he's best in the kitchen. <laughs> and I'm best if I stayed out of the kitchen. And, and it's only now that I've got a little bit more time that I'm doing more stuff and i do a lot of food prepping yeah. which i'm good at mm. has the garden been his thing up until recently um no it's been um our thing yep the veggie garden i have persisted with um we kind of started together and then it went to rubbish and then i have had a very definite plan about doing that but we this one has been is about us and yeah now planting through he's kind of on board it's that thing i think you know being the example i just like did it mm. he came with me to get some stuff but like it mm. was my project basically and i have literally been feeding that soil for 18 months yep and had a you know a few failures but i just kept going just kept trying just kept experimenting and whatever and and I had this is my second success, I would say. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I've got you know, you just got to take it, don't you? Yeah, you, you just, just got to keep learn. plugging away. Yeah, you you learn from crap. it. Well, I watch yeah, YouTube, a... and he's going, "What are you watching now?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, like with um, anything, isn't it? Give it a go. Keep playing. Listen to it. Watch it. Observe. Yeah, it. like oh, that worked, but that didn't. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, and every garden's different as well, and yes. everybody's different. You know, uh -huh. so it's just like yeah. just got to observe, yeah. and that's probably like one thing that we don't do that well is just being patient and and taking the time. Mm -hmm. Like they they say, you know, it takes a hundred hours of observing a garden to sort of get an idea of what it's doing, and then you can start implementing some uh, stuff and going, oh, does yeah. that work? Does this work? Like yeah. it's just it's just not like people just want it to happen like that, and it's like like we said before, like they just want a pill or they just want. Mm the quick fix, the yep. surgery or whatever yep. it is. And, you know, sometimes just got to chill and observe. You do and observe. It's mm. like we've renovated quite a few um, places over the years and I've always said you need to live in a house for several months and you work out how you work within that house mm -hmm. before you would get in and reno it. Mm. You know, mm. like... Work out where you spend your time. Work out, you know, and then that's when you go in and start mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. renovation. Yeah, where's the sun coming? Where's it yeah. hot? When's it cold? Yeah. What's it like? Yeah. You know? mm. yeah, where do I want to spend the money? Mm -hmm. Because generally we 
well, we've never had the money really just to go straight in and just do the whole thing. And I'm, every time what I have moved into a house with thoughts of how I would want it, it's never been how I have then after living in it decided how really? it needed to be. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's me. I need to live in a place first mm. to see how I work within it. Well, it's the energies within the house as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah, and it's got its own thing buzzing yep. on. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It can't. You just got to listen to it. Mm. Yeah. Because it will tell you. Yeah. Where what needs to be done. Mm. It's funny that your body will tell you what yep. needs to be done. You know. It's just mm. that it is about the knowing that we all have that we don't really trust. Mm. Some things we do with it though. It's just like a given, but then. In other areas, we don't. Well, this comes back to my question from the start. You know, when did you start to trust your intuition? Yeah. And maybe it starts really, really young. Yeah. Yeah. Like when? just knowing that you're hungry and wanting food or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's... Knowing that you need sleep. Your body's tired and you just decide, yeah. I'm going to relax into this. Knowing when to shut up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the question is then, when did you stop listening to it? Yes. Maybe that's the question. Yeah, I think that is the question. Yeah. When do you start listening to your head more than your, your heart or mm. your gut? Mm. And, you know, there's, there's just so many factors that can come into that, mm. isn't it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, there is, yeah. Everyone's story is different and they're going to have a different, yeah. Yeah. different one. You know, and if you're into astrology, what's happening out there in the planets, where you're at, you know, what's mm. it? You know, where you're vibrating at that time, like mm. if you want to get into the really woohoo stuff. Um, I love it. Yeah, me too. Because mm. there's. Full moon. I don't well. want to. Mm. I don't <laughs> like just believing everything that's just set out there, but it's yeah. real. Sometimes there's some really beautiful confirmation in what's going on. You go, wow. Yeah, it is a. Well, it's your. Um, um, yeah, that's your intuition because you'll read it yeah. and it'll, just, it'll hit your, your body, will light up and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that is it. Yeah. And then you read some stuff and you're like, oh. Mm. And then that's when you do. You're like, oh, that's yeah, I'm not, throw that's that not one for out. me. Yeah. 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 But it, and it's interesting that you might read, so like you've had something going on and then you'll read something and you'll go, oh, yeah, that's mm. why that was happening because mm. that was, it was meant to be happening. Yeah. Like, what about, um, I went into the, this bookstore in Mulaney. Um, we were up there with Jill's family and they all went up the street and I went down the street into this bookstore and I was in there for two and a half hours (laughs) and um, I paid 340 bucks for these, this nine book set called Anastasia. And um, I looked at it online afterwards, about $210 I think I could have bought it for, but there was just something about this set that was just glowing and the way that the lady was speaking about it was just grabbing me and I wasn't even looking anywhere near it she was telling someone else about it but I just knew that I had to buy it <laughs> and everything that's in those it's books ama- is I've read the series. everything I feel about have you read it myself all? no oh, you're in, you're he tells me about it I'm like I love it and like, what we're doing it, with the gardens and mm. the community it is amazing it, like, yeah. like, it was oh years ago I've read those ages books. ago I think maybe even I could get this completely wrong but maybe 18 years ago it might have first come yeah, out in well, Russia I would have read that um, in our days in Mulaney, so it would be probably a good 12, 13 yeah. years ago. Yeah, because it yeah. took a while for it to be... Yes, translated. Translated, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, mm. a really amazing. Um... Every time I pick up those books, it's yeah. like I knew. I, it's just a reminder. Oh, I knew that I needed this. Oh, yeah. there's another example yeah. of my intuition. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mm. <laughs> yes, because mm. they're beautiful. And I think just if we... amazing. Yeah. Oh, they're so amazing. It was when we were at Conondale and we were on 12 acres and we wanted to do the self-sustaining, yep. the gardens and all that, and it didn't kind of work out with um, <clears throat> who we'd gone into the property with. And, um, but that's okay. That led us to here and this is perfect and this is where we're meant to be and who knows where we'll go from here. But, um, yeah, I, that, that just lit the fire because I've been reading, I think, the Finhorn books about... Finn Horn and then the Anastasia books come in. I was like, yes, I just want to do all that. Tell me about the Finn Horn books. The Finn Horn, like Finn Horn in Scotland, where they've got the beautiful gardens and how that all started. They were just living in a caravan in a really marshy area and the wife would go into the toilets mm. and meditate and get downloads. Mm. So literally, and then they started this cooperative and these gardens and they were putting gardens in places shouldn't have grown yeah shouldn't have grown but she was taking direction and she put the gardens where and and finstorms yeah finhorn's still there yeah um i think later on when it got it's quite a big community now a little bit like crystal waters on a bigger scale and just lots of gardens. I think, you know, all the politics and stuff might have. But the yeah. way, you've got to read the first book. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that, yeah, that stuff really lights my fire. It's yeah. just my little veggie gardens and. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we're, our bodies are attuned to be outside and working with nature, you know. So it's. Yeah. You know. So many times, like. You know, most people wake up driving their car in a, on a bus or whatever, get to work, go into work in an office all day, come home. They might go to the gym, which is inside. Yep. Drive home. Yep. And never get outside and, and touch yeah. the dirt or see sunlight. And then, I um, can definitely get caught into that. I really have to be aware of that. Well, that's that. why prison was developed, right? As a punishment. Mm. You're yes. completely away from nature. Yeah. And now we're yep. building these lives where we're away from nature. Concrete yep. prisons. Concrete prisons where you get to work. So so well sealed that yeah. you don't get any air through. So there's any there's no release for yeah. any of and the this toxins. This is the freedom or... of our choice. I get to work how I want yeah. from a home. Yeah. 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 Indoors yeah. all day with perfect air conditioning. Yeah. yeah. And then you got rubber shoes on rubber soles on your shoes, which you know block that yeah yeah so you don't get actually the good um energies from the ground that um balances you out and then you know next thing you're looking for you're depressed and you're on all these medications and the antidepressants and anxiety you know and and you've got your wi-fi you've got running through the house and we've all got our phones and our computers and and what are they doing and how do we get away from that yeah and we're not going to but no. simple thing is get yeah. outside and play with some dirt. Yeah, ground yourself. And put get, some plants get indoors. Your, yeah. Get your plants indoors. Get your feet in the dirt. Yeah. 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 Germs Everybody should aren't dumb. bad. Dirt's not bad. Oh, I know. Oh, my Lord. 
I just people with the sanitizer. Sanitize all the time mm. and yeah. <laughs> and that's addictive. That's that's actually addictive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because it's just that it's a, a thing. You're, you're doing something. You're being. It's important. Mm. It is important. It's important. Yes, yeah, I was coming through the airport. I'm a good person. I was yes. in. Um, it's validation. Yeah, traveling through the airport um, today and just seeing how, how many people are sanitized. Like they've got them all down and they're just sanitizing the whole time. And I'm yeah. just like, what are you doing? But yeah. you know, each to their own. Yeah, they're on their journey. Yeah. That yeah. it is their journey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation, isn't it? It's a massive one. Yeah. We will go there one day. Mm. I will. <laughs> yep. Spotify lecture. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. Cool. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed yeah. this. Yeah. This has been a... a good chat. I had no plan about what I was going to talk about or I didn't even try and yeah. formulate anything. We just followed our intuition. Yeah. And let it that guide us today. Yeah. And got out of the way. Yeah. In fact, we didn't have, we had this booked in a month ago or six weeks ago and yeah, it didn't work. Did. And yeah. then it just today, it all aligned. It yeah. did all align. <laughs> Tree was like, oh, should we do a podcast with Paula? And I'm like, yeah. And then we rang up and you're like, yeah. And, and <laughs> literally, I very rarely would even get a call, like in terms of, I'll, I'll always miss calls because my phone's always on silent. Because oh, I'm yeah. It rang about clinic. 10 times, but then you did answer. And I was like, oh, she's yeah. answered. She did. Well, I was actually on the phone to someone and I said, I've got to go. Uh, Tristan's calling me. <laughs> there you oh, go. Okay. Yeah. So like yeah. two and a half hours later, here yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. We didn't, like we said, oh, what was the plan? Like at the start, is there anything you want to get across or anything? But I think intuition was the uh, the key today. I think I agree. Yeah, listening Trust. to yourself, trusting yourself. And a big thing for you is being an example. Yeah. Being an example yeah. for the women in the aerobics class to yeah. show them what's possible and as a mum and a parent and as a wife. Yeah. You know, and just know that you're going to fall and you're going to get back up. Yeah. And mm. you're going to find, because it changes, it changes for you. mm and you learn stuff and you let stuff go. and mm. Sometimes you think you're falling and then you realise you aren't falling. Yeah. You're where you're supposed to be. Exactly where mm. you're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you are beautiful and this is very important and yeah. we appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate having the chat with you boys. It's mm. been very nice. Mm. And I appreciate the work you're doing at the gym too. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and thanks for having us in your home. Yeah, and thanks for Pleasure. listening. If you guys enjoyed today... And uh, you'd like to share your thanks and gratitude to Paula, please uh, pop it in the comments section. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give it a five-star rating. And if you didn't enjoy it, just keep it to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And if there's anyone that you'd uh, love to have us interview, please pass our details on to them and vice versa, and we'll get it in the loop. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Cheers, fam. Thanks, health and love. Bye.